All right, uh, new week, um, game at home, so we're excited about that, homecoming. So, uh, obviously, uh, you know, going off of the post game from last week, you were able to watch the film and, and uh, you know, looking back at the game, um, I'll just address this, that TCU, they played their best game of the year, and we didn't play our best game of the year. And uh, I've, I've, I think you guys have heard me say this over and over again, that my goal is to get us to perform at our best every week, regardless of the opponent. Um, but when you play in this conference and you play against really good teams, uh, if they're playing at, at a high level and you're not matching that, you, you have no chance. And that's that was a result for this, this game. Still a lot of things for us to learn from and to get better. And uh, just uh, disappointing that, that I wasn't able to get the, the guys to play at our best in all three phases. And so we're going to have to uh, evaluate everything and, and – uh, See see what factors we can improve on, and um, you know I think the sense of urgency for us to get better quickly is even more now, and pretty evident on some places that we can we can uh, address and things that we can control, and so we'll we'll be working on that. Uh, I've ar- already been working on it, but we'll we'll try to get that all done by the time we get to Saturday, and and um, by then uh, perf- perform at our best. That's the goal. I'm going against a really good Texas Tech game uh, team. Um, well coached, Joey McGuire is a, a legend in, in the state of Texas in coaching, and and uh, he's he's done an amazing job putting together a really good staff. I know pretty much everybody on their on their staff, and uh, they all have great reputations as coaches and uh, as recruiters. And so you're looking at their team, talented team with uh, starting on the defense, just a really big defense. Uh, I, I think this is the biggest defensive backfield I've, I've seen in, in college football. Um, but they can run and they're strong and they're physical and then you look at the the, the front seven um, well coached and they get after the quarterback and so um, it's, it's it's a tough task uh, our our offense is going to have to figure it out and find ways to get points on the board um, and, and utilize our strengths and then on the defensive side you see what they can do they can run the ball I know they've had some uh, some bad luck with injuries at quarterbacks I, I've been through that before but uh, they have very capable players and a strong O line so. Um, looking at, at, at the matchup, uh, they're, they're going to be difficult, but we have to be at our best to even have a, a chance in this game, and that's that's the plan. And then, um, you know, looking at the team, we, we've got some some adjustments to make, but uh, I still like the guys. I, just, I still feel good about the team, the culture, the, the, the leadership. We'll keep building on that and uh, keep moving forward with a positive outlook and uh, – Try to get ourselves ready where we can play it at our best this weekend against Texas Tech. So I'll take any questions you guys have. Okay, we'll start with Jared Lloyd and then Matt Biamonte. Well, Ben Bywater made uh, kind of an announcement today about his future. Wanted to ask you about his, you know, that that decision that players have to make and and kind of the impact on the team losing a a leader and and a guy who's been really productive for you the last couple of years. Yeah, and and. I mean, I love Ben, and and I think when we, when the injury occurred, it was more of a what are the options, and uh, if you guys know Ben, he's going to want to play, and and I think um, as we started to look into it and started getting more feedback and getting advice from from the professionals, it, it, I think Ben was so so focused on just getting back on the field and playing. Um, that as we started to get more information, um, the best thing to do was to look at his options and deciding for him rather than him deciding for himself and looking into it with his family. And I think the, that's the right decision is to get the surgery and get him healthy and not to put him in, in, in harm's way. And so that's 
uh, I would do the same. I had to think of him as if if he was my son. And so um, this is the right thing to do. Um, you know, we still need his leadership, and he's got a lot of production on the field, like you said, but we'll still need him to be a big part of our leadership and our team. And, and he's done a great job with that, getting Harrison and, and Ciala and the others ready to play that position. And so he'll still be be, be needed on, on, on our team. And also just, you know, kind of piggybacking off of that health-wise, some other guys were out. Any other season-ending injuries or yeah. just guys still being dinged out? Well, I think uh, for, for us, uh, Tanner Wall is it will be out for the year as well. He had, um, when we evaluated, he had surgery. Uh, and, and so I, I think we're, we're, um, we're, we're pretty safe to say that, that, that he'll be out for the year. And, and that's unfortunate because he's starting to play really great football. But uh, for now, that, that's, that's, those are the season-ending ones. The guys that got banged up in the game... I think in the TCU game, came back and played again. So I think we'll be okay there. Coach, you, after watching the film, you guys retooled the offensive line a little bit against TCU. How, how would you grade their performance against the Horned Frogs? Well, not good enough. We didn't we didn't score any points, and and we didn't uh, we didn't run the ball effectively. So uh, obviously, wasn't that. I don't think that was the reason, but there's a bunch of different factors into it. But that didn't help much either. So. Uh, offensively, we've got to figure things out. All right, we'll go Jake Hatchin and Jay Drew. Kalani, just wanted to ask you after rewatching the tape, do you take anything uh, positive away from the defensive effort in particular from the TCU game? No, the, the, listen, the, the, the team, the effort's there. We're, we, we've got to do our part in, in all the other parts. So that's, that's the other factors that go into uh, earning a, a victory. And that, that's, that's all the little details small simple things and then if, if you want me to be honest with you on, on the in terms of like the turnovers were a wash really right but the if you're looking if you're looking at what would really be been helpful is that our offense were in third and long for the majority of the game and we didn't we didn't convert third downs and then on our defense side uh, we had way too many third down conversions and so um, we had opportunities to get off the field we didn't do that defensively and uh, offensively we didn't win first and second down enough to make third down more manageable i think uh the average third down was nine plus so that's that's not going to go well for us and uh in order to do that we, we have to be more effective as a, as a team on offense and defense got to get off the field that, that makes it a little bit simpler to see for us to see but then give credit to tcu they made some plays man the quarterback threw the ball really well um but we didn't help ourselves in, in some aspects of the game. Even though I thought he, he, he was able to make some accurate throws, there's some things that we got to do differently. And if you're going to throw the ball 60 times and not get a sack, there's got to be problems. You know, So I know that they had some quick throws, but there's enough um, play action and five-step throws in there where we should have at least disrupted the timing and made things easier. Now, we did get a, a couple interceptions, but uh, not enough game-changing type of plays and disrupt. The, the disruption that that Jay and myself and that we want and what we're used to seeing. So that's that's kind of the key on that side of the offense. We just got to find ways to have success. And um, th- there's a lot of factors that we're, we're we're going through, but we do have to pivot and find ways to make plays and find ways to get better on third down on both sides of the ball. For the second straight week, you're gonna find yourself in a similar circumstance with a backup quarterback who hasn't played a ton. It looks like Texas Tech could be down to the third string quarterback. What's the biggest challenge in facing guys you don't have a ton of game film on? 
They'll just assume the best quarterback that's going to take the field. It's because that's that's what you have to worry. You, you don't have, you can't assume that the guy is, that's going to step in isn't going to be a, a, a game breaker. These guys are all. I mean, they've all had success in high school. Doesn't matter if they're freshmen or whatever. They 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 just need to get used to the stage. And then I've said this before that when you're implementing a game plan, that game plan is usually for a different quarterback. What TCU was able to do was make that the game plan now to fit what what Hoover can do well. And so that's what Texas Tech's going to do. They're they're good coaches. Most of the time, you try to get that done in the in the frame of the game itself. But if you have a whole week to prepare for it, they're going to utilize his strengths. I like to see us do that with our guys that are healthy, you know, so that's what we got to get done. Juan, uh, this time uh, a year ago, you hit a kind of adversity hit in October, just like this year. Do you feel like you're in a better position program-wise to kind of handle the adversity and rebound from it than you were a year ago? I do. I really do, Jay. And that, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I think you have to learn from the times too. But I think we're in a different stage now, where it's 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 uh, the motivation to play is way different. I think last uh, last year it was just more about just getting to a bowl game and the bowl game that we already knew what we we're going to be playing. And so I, I'm just being, you know, really honest with you guys. And uh, with with this year, we're still a lot to play for. And and uh, the 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 Affiliation with the conference is it's huge. I mean, we went with the TCU and got to experience that 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 stadium. We made a lot of changes since the last time I was in that stadium. Uh, huge upgrades. Fan base was was excited, and, and we had fans show up. You know, so but it, it was this this situation where you every week's going to be kind of special moment, whether you're on the road at, or at home, and then uh, I, I think we have an opportunity to showcase our our talent. Uh, on national TV in front of our, our awesome fans at home. Um, we were able to do that in front of our fans, you know, in, on the road. We just didn't do it well enough to to allow them to go home uh, completely happy. But we appreciate what they what they uh, their support and and what they do for us as a program. And so uh, there's a there's a different 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 mindset. One that I don't really have to try to um, work so hard and motivating, but. Um, but I, what I need to do better as a, as a coach is getting us to uh, function at a higher level and play up to our uh, capabilities. I think physically we're in a really good spot, but um, you know we, I have to factor all the things, whether it's scheme, personnel, all those things, uh, schedule, everything, um, to, to getting us to play in better and uh, I'm working on that. And that, that's that's the goal for me to get that done. Thanks, Shay. We'll go to Kevin and then Matt. You mentioned a little earlier about being in third and long a lot on offense. Have you? What are what are the conversations that you've had with Aaron Roderick to maybe, you know, tangible things that you can do immediately, whether it's play calling or anything like that, to kind of figure out how to get to third and manageable more often for the offense? Yeah, we talk about things all the time, and and I think that you know this is a little odd because I've usually been able to to rely on our our. Um, a run game or um, the skill on that side to, to get things done. And for whatever reason, we're not executing well enough. And that's that's uh, my job and that's A-Rod's job. we gotta got to find a way to, to do that. And um, there's a bunch of different uh, variety of ways that we can we can get that better. And that's, that's what we're going to work on. I, I don't have time to really discuss it with you and really don't want to give Texas Tech any ideas of what we're trying to do too. So... For us, it's just really it's a, have a higher level of ex- execution, 
that's going to be the key for us to have success. Um, and then I guess maybe answer or don't, but does it mean running the ball less at all? Um, is that part of the equation or no? Everything's in the equation, except for punting on third down. Coach, uh, depth chart question for you. But the past couple of weeks, the, the, the backup behind Isaiah Bagnall was Michael Daly. Does it look like he's listed on the depth chart this week? What's the latest on Michael? Yeah, M- Michael Daly is no longer with the program. He, he had uh, expressed his interest in uh, entering the portal when it does open. And so we've, we, um, we're still honoring his scholarship, keeping him on scholarship, encouraging him to um, get his schoolwork done and uh, make uh, allow himself to be eligible uh, for that window when it does open. Um, Love him, love his family, appreciate all this hard work that he's done when, since he's been here, and just wish him the best. He, you know, once a cougar, always a cougar, and uh, nothing but love for, for Michael and his family. One more depth chart question for you. Uh, Aiden Robbins, what's the latest on Aiden? Will he be available against Texas Tech? He, he practiced last week, and I think the, the goal was we gave him enough practice and, and try to see where he could be, and we feel really good about this week about him participating. But again, we got to get him, got to get him out there and see how he can handle the practice. And he's got to still compete against the, the guys that are currently there on the depth chart. So once we get that going, I, I think a higher um, possibility of him playing this weekend than before. And and, he, and I, I don't know if I've said this before, but he's been banged up all year. Uh, there's a point in camp where he got banged up and then just been playing through some injuries. So. We're hoping to get the, uh, the the full 100% Aiden back, and if he's not there, then we'll, we'll make sure that we hold off until he's ready. I think I think the he, his 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 desire and want to get on the field and help the team is awesome, but, but we need to make sure that he's doing it and that he's functioning at, at, at full capacity and full full strength. Okay, we'll have a couple more questions for you, Coach. We'll go Jared Lloyd and then Jake Catch. Tony, I just had a question about trends. And, you know, we watch it as play calling as we're watching the game and stuff. And how much do you look at, you know, kind of the trends of the play calls offensively, defensively, and, and allowing that, you know, maybe an, a, an opponent to have an idea of what to expect, what's coming, or, or how much more is it just, hey, we, we need to run what's working, find, find things that are going to work, regardless of whether there's, there's trends there? Yeah, I, I think we factor all of it. And, and, um, and you do it. Uh, from a self-scout point of view where we say that during the bye, that's what we did. And then what, what do we want to do differently? And, and how, and then also how can we utilize the guys that are healthy and hundred percent and the guys that are, that are developed and done better. And from, you know, game one to game six. And so, uh, when you factor all those things, I, I think they're all components. They have a, a piece of the pie. I'm trying to figure out the equation, but, um, you know, what it comes down to, just find success and, and any way you can find it. And uh, I think we, it's not a huge departure of what we're capable of doing as, as, a, as a team on offense. Uh, we, we've seen our offense be explosive before, and we just want to get back to that, get, get back to that identity of, of being an explosive offense and find ways to make plays. And, and I think those are all head us in the right trend to getting points on the board. Kalani, uh, there's been a lot made of the homecoming festivities going on this week, Big 12 people coming in, etc. Will that change anything in terms of your guys' preparation for this game, or is it all eyes just on the game itself? No, just on the game. I mean, it, honestly, every, every home game, uh, especially this year, has felt like homecoming already. It's just it, the, the, 
you know, the, the Rock, our student section is amazing. They bring so much energy, and they're there early. Um, it's why I try to dance and show them my appreciation to them when like, we come in from the Kruger Walk, uh, because I appreciate them doing that and being and making BYU football a big part of their life, especially their weekend. And then our fans just show up and they bring this unbelievable energy. And um, and then you know it's just we, we try to try to do our best to entertain them on the field. And uh, you, you have to protect home in, in, in this conference. And this conference, the games are all I mean they're they're unpredictable. And the thing that we can't be unpredictable is that we we need to be at our best. And that's uh, that that that's that has not happened well, uh, enough times for for me to be really happy, and that's that's my job. So I got to get that done and make sure that we do it for 60 minutes. And if we can do that, then then uh, hopefully there'll be more enter- entertainment on the field for us. And just one other real quick one: Are you expecting more shuffling along the offensive line, or do you feel like what you had against TCU will be what you go with going forward? Um, I, I think there comes a point where you need to just get the guys up and play regardless of who's snapping the ball who's playing at what position um just just to let's just execute and play i mean i uh i don't know if we're overthinking things or not but but um my my job is to get us on the goal and 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 um not be distracted by anything else so uh, i i don't know if i can answer that question other than we feel really good about eight to nine guys that can play like them to compete and like to get the best guys out there and if we need to we can rotate guys too but but more than anything we got to get a get, get a rhythm down and and a lot of that happens to be just the five guys up front making sure that they can play um, assignment sound and communicate well with each other